0: Hi, mining community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep the Mining Podcast. And we have a returning guest who appeared back in May last year, which was 2020, and that was episode 237. Andrew Groves, the managing director and CEO of Cheshire Resources, an ASX-listed West African-focused gold mining company with projects located in Senegal. Um, and they have discovered two high-grade gold projects um, at its flagship Dinamba stud project in Eastern Senegal. Andrew's a geologist by trade and has become a high achieving mining and finance executive with an established track record of achieving results, generating profits and identifying opportunities, managing risk and developing teams during his career. He's going to give us an update on Chessley Resources and what uh, what they've done since we last spoke. So let's welcome Andrew back to the podcast. How are you doing, Andrew?
1: Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me on again.
0: No, and I appreciate your time as well. Um, so for those that didn't listen to the uh, previous episode, obviously I encourage you to to go and listen to that episode, which was back in May 2022, um, to obviously get, see where, obviously after listening to this, see how far they've travelled um, in the last uh, nine months. So um, for those that didn't listen, just wondering if you can just give us a, a quick overview, snapshot of yourself, um, and tell us a little bit about Chester Resources.
1: Okay, thank you, Rob. Um, look, I'm a geologist, as you said. Uh, spent a lot of time in the in the field, and I also had the opportunity to spend sort of 14 years at Macquarie Bank doing mining finance. So we spent a lot of time in Africa, you know, funding mine developments uh, throughout throughout Africa and, and the world, but particularly Africa um so Sud, you know the french words are a bit challenging at times and they get worse as they uh, get more anomalies so we we'll, where we've come in the last nine months you know it's pretty it's been a pretty rapid progression for the company over the last three years anyway we made a discovery in mid 2020 on our Sud project uh since then and to date now we've defined mineralization over four deposits um that's area A and D were the original ones. Uh, Karakara came in late last year, and uh, Boguda, which is a bit further to the south, also came in late last year. Um, we've, you know, we're, we've got active ongoing exploration. I think we've defined another three mineralized prospects, defined by su- somewhat defined by drilling. That will continue our, you know, we believe that sort of resource growth is going to continue and. Um, um, you know incrementally for a very long period of time because it's quite a prospective area um we've also in those sort of last nine months we've um, delivered a uh, well, updated a scoping study over the up the resources and resources currently stand at 860 thousand ounces over those four prospects we delivered an updated scoping study that you know sh- clearly shows a low risk high value future gold mine is possible on this site currently it's seven eight years of mine life at hundred thousand ounces a year you know low cost at mid800 dollars an ounce um, and we're taking that further and we, uh, we're progressing our feasibility studies and environmental studies to to you know get ourselves in a position potentially at the end of this year to go and apply for mining licenses and and the in 2024 potentially start building a project on the site.
0: Um, just uh, moving moving on before we uh, speak a little bit more about the, uh, the about the project. Um, you were at the recently at the the one to one and in Darba in Cape Town. Um, just wonder what your thoughts were on the event and how you found it. How you found both events, um, obviously representing
1: Cheshire. Um, we haven't been for a while because of COVID and uh, other things, but uh, yeah, it was one of the bigger bigger attended uh, in Darvas and one-to-one that I've been to. Um, our couple of days at one-to-one were book solid back-to-back meetings, about twenty two meetings in those couple of days, and then those meetings continued uh, in and around in Darvas. So, you know, the vibe was very positive, uh, particularly for gold exploration and development stories in Africa, which is, uh, you know, it's not always been the case in the last few years, um, but it was a very positive vibe for that. Lots of investors, uh, lots of corporates looking for new opportunities around the place. Because you know, fundamentally, if we look at Africa as our region, there's probably only three free development projects uh, coming online, and we're one of those. And uh, we think you know, while well, we're probably on a smaller scale of those ones, we're, we're you know we, we're de-risking it and it's a high value project.
0: Um. The scoping study, updated, which was uh, delivered in December two thousand and twenty-two, showed a future profitability mine development um, at Diamba Sud. Could um, just wonder if you can just sort of summarise the results of that study.
1: Sure, no problem. Summarise those results. So, look. If, you know, first of all, I'd say it's a snapshot because we are growing the resource base. So we'll, we'll you know, the, the aim is as we go through our feasibility studies to grow it. We're going to add more ounces. We currently got seven, eight years my life. We'd like to extend that to, to 10 years. Um, and that, to do that, we're going to add a few hundred thousand more ounces. And um, we believe we've got the prospectivity to do that. But, you know, the, fundamentally where it is on December seven, eight years mine life, 100,000 ounces a year at um, all-in cost of mid-800. It's a pretty standard op- open-pit COL gold processing uh, project. You know, high recoveries, sort of mid-90s mid recoveries. There's no no issues with the metallurgy that we can see. Strip ratio in the pits was 4.2 to 1 over mine life. And uh, importantly, the first couple of years, we're mining the area D pit, which is got near-surface oxide mineralisation and the strip ratio is less than two. So that, that, that really drives the first couple of years of very low cost, the sort of low, low 600s, and it goes to uh, rapid capital recovery. So we're, we're estimating about $150 million uh, capital to develop the project, and we, get, we should get that back at 1,800 within 15 months of, of production. Now, NPV at $1,800 is uh, $269 million US dollars, IRR 55% um, with that rapid payback. So it ticks all the boxes in terms of being able to fund the project and develop the project because you get all your money back really quickly and then still got a reasonable mine life uh, to continue producing really good cash. Um, yeah, so look, I, you know, we've... We, asked, we are underway on the feasibility and licensing, so there's no, we've done most of our field surveys for the environmental, so there's no, no material uh, issues arising from that, when there's no, we don't have to move people, luckily, and we're close to infrastructure and water, um, and feasibility study, um, we going to have that sort of late, late later, latter later half or latter quarter of this year. Um, but it's all sort of stacking up to being, you know, an, a, a really good executable project, and and not too big for a company our size. Um,
0: I understand. Obviously, you're in Senegal at the moment. Um, can you let us know what's happening um, and what your future plans are, um, activities um, over the obviously coming months?
1: Sure. Um, you know, I spent last week on site. Uh, we went meant to do our little broadcast there, but the uh, internet's not so good. So I'm back in Dakar, back in Dakar at the moment. It was you know, a bunch of meetings and things. But uh, the team on site, has uh, we just finished our, what we call our Phase 9 drill program, which was really aimed at um, looking at uh, expanding the resources around, particularly around uh, Area D and Karakara, and drilling some of the new exploration prospects. So we drilled... Uh, probably four exploration prospects. Gamma um, Gamma in the northeast of our tenement. Um, south of Area D, there's some indication in the surface mineralisation. casasoko which is an artisanal pit that we put two drill holes into late last year and got some really good rock chips. Uh, the drill holes weren't as good, but we put in another um, seven or nine, nine holes down there. Um, Western Splay, Mungundi, uh, so the challenges get <laughs> and that's adding all the anomalies. Um so it was about five thousand meters all up, probably two thousand diamond and three thousand RC, and those results are are getting compilated for a release in should be this week, actually. So there should be some pretty positive news coming out of out of that just to you know continue to demonstrate that you know. At least D and Garricka are not closed off, and there's 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 more mineralisation to add at those two, and then potentially there's we're defining mineralisation over new prospect areas as well.
0: Um, Your presentation states that you're on the pathway to one million plus ounces. Um, Just wonder if you can just explain to us um, how you're going to achieve that goal.
1: Yeah, so look, I think. Essentially, it's through drilling. Um, you know, this Phase 9 drill program, I think, will, will clearly demonstrate that uh, we're bringing more anomalies on uh, that will convert to resources with, some, with, with additional drilling. You know, we've, we made a discovery not even two, three years ago, um, and there's lots of anomalies, a lot of geochem anomalies, and quite a few geophysics anomalies on the tenement. And what we've done is we've, we've converted a lot of these into resources with some drilling. So, we, you know, we started with A&D, gone to Karakara, uh, Baguda, um, you know, the Western Splay area that I talked to that has drilling in there. There's 4 great intercepts. So we think incrementally we'll keep growing the resource base in and around a couple of our deposits and with new deposits. Um, you know, we do sit in a very prospective belt of rocks, senegal Mali Shear Zone rocks, uh, near the Mali border and over the borders Lulu Goncoto Facola. So rock types and similar structural settings that host Tier One deposits um, and our side of the uh, belt, getting you know quite a bit of attention from us. And then because of our success, you know, uh, a lot of refocus by a few neighbors, particularly importantly, Barricade.
0: Um with the sale of iron gold bulk gold project, um about 60 K's away uh, south of the uh, Diamond Sub, um to manage him, do you think it has generated renewed interest in the uh, in the region? Yeah, look, no, I think
1: it, it has. I think you know in DABA we've got lots of incoming from other corporates looking at you know what's happening in this area. Um you know I am gold who had the project or still have the project the sale isn't completed yet but uh I am gold who had the project uh had it for a long time and didn't didn't do a lot of exploration on it. Um but in the you know as I said in the last three years we've we've shown that that re- that area has got the right rock types or right, 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 alteration systems um and it's you know very similar settings to T1 deposits. So it, it is covered by laterite and we we sort of did some organ drilling below the ladderite which showed the you know the geochemical signature barricades who have the tenements between us and the and the and the Mali border uh, did the same. They've been actively exploring around us for similar three years now. They've you know they're coming up with some lots and lots of anomalies, um, lots of drill hits. You know, last quarter, which they came out with in um KBT, or I think it was, you know, it's 30 to 40 meters at three grams per ton from near surface. Um, they have what we're seeing in our area is lots of smaller one to three four hundred thousand ounce deposits um you know i think clearly they've got a lot of those as well but they are looking for the the big mineralized system because the, the barrack needs a five million ounce deposit really um but it's sitting in this area there's other little prospects around that have been developed and and proven in, a, in the last um few years so we're thinking you know within a 20 kilometer radius it's a Three to five million ounce gold camp, um, and what we're doing with Cheshire is trying with the first mover advantage. Well, you know if we get to put the mill on in the center of this, and and people don't find this their right scale of deposits, it'll it'll come to us over over time. So,
0: um, would you outline the value proposition for new and existing shareholders to uh, Cheshire?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> it is a good value proposition here. There's a big gap. Now between our market capitalisation, which is US dollars, circa forty million dollars, and what the, what the scoping study says, is at two hundred sixty nine million US dollars. Um, but on top of that, you know, we there's really strong leverage to exploration success. As every ounces, every series of ounces we add to the to the to the mine plan will, uh, you know, add a significant amount of value because they're low cost ounces, new service, and and you get a bit of le- you get a fair bit of leverage execution on you know de-risking the project licensing building and, get, and future cash flows which we' probably about three years away so.
0: um, and concluding um just wonder what the outlook is for the sort of remainder of the year um, and any final remarks that you want to uh give our audience
1: I think now look at another busy year for chess look you know we've um' We've got this last lot of drill results coming out soon next week. Um, where we'll have more rounds of drilling focused on on exploration and adding ounces. We'll, we're will going through the studies of PFS DFS out late this year licensing out late out this year. So getting ourselves in a position and with the government to ask for to, to get a mining mining license granted. so that that should happen you know, all things being equal next year. Um, so really, it's it's positioning the company uh, to to a point where we can execute and deliver a, deliver a gold, future gold mine in the area. And uh, look, this should be a pretty exciting year. Gold price has got some support. You know, Africa's you know Senegal's a great spot to be working in Africa. It's safe. It's good investment jurisdiction, and uh, we believe we're on a pretty strong journey. And um, hopefully, the the shareholders can come on board and um, benefit as well.
0: Yeah, certainly. Andrew, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for obviously sharing, uh, sharing uh, your story and, uh, and the update on Cheshire Resources. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you, um, what social media platforms are you on and um, how can they go about contacting you if they've got any questions?
1: Okay. All oh, right, look. Love- If they want to reach out, my um, email address is on the back of all the presentations and uh, you can come through the website or there is a LinkedIn, um, just a LinkedIn. I'm a bit of a Luddite, but that's all right. Um, And thanks, Rob, for the opportunity to come on and tell the story again.
0: Yeah, and like I said, uh, appreciate your update as well. Um and no doubt you wanna no doubt you can come on later this year or beginning part of next year and obviously give us a further update. So um for those that are listening, appreciate your continued support. Please share this episode um to obviously people within the mining industry, but also people outside of the mining industry, because we need to educate those that are non-mining people. Um so like always, appreciate your continued support. And until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening.